0: Welcome in to the TGI Friday September 30th edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Glad you are here. <laughs> and our hearts and prayers and thoughts and love goes out to all the folks in Florida obviously who are affected by the hurricane. Anything astrologically significant? No. Hurricanes happen. Transits happen, weather happens. You know, that gets to be an interesting conversation because these outer planets, which would influence things like the weather a lot more, Uranus, for example, and Taurus, well, it's been in there for a long time. And it will be in there until, what, 2025? Pluto's been in Capricorn for 18 years, 19 years. So these things are not triggers of current events like that kind of thing, in my humble opinion. Now, if you good question here, because if you were looking in the chart for weather, where would you look primarily first? And I would suggest that you would look first around the fourth house. Now, I'm looking at a chart. It will just take a quick second and do this. I'm looking at a chart of 1:30 in the afternoon for Florida, and that has Jupiter in the fourth house in Aries in retrograde. Of course, Jupiter is expansions. There was a great picture that we put in our Facebook post, actually, our Facebook group, showing the size of Ian compared to Hurricane Charlie from 2004. I mean, no comparison. Ian was bigger. Jupiter was in the fourth house. Neptune was in there as well. And the moon was in Scorpio. So those are significators. But I look at that as just kind of a minor thing. I mean, this is one of those things that I don't think in in a world of nature where things ebb and flow naturally that we need to pin everything on astrology. Yes, it can give us some answers and guides, and it sure does. That's why we're here. But we also don't tag everything in the world that happens to something that a star or a planet paralleled. But my goodness, our thoughts and prayers to those who are putting their lives back together today. Now, we mentioned the moon in Scorpio. That means it's time for it to move out. It already has. By the time you're hearing this, it is a Sag early degree moon. That's the only other aspect in the sky exact today. But let's look at the weekend because we do have a couple of other things. Venus. We've been talking about Venus so much this week, right? Venus is opposite Jupiter in Aries in retrograde. That happens tomorrow at 2.11 p.m. Eastern. Now, those are the two... Benefic, if you will, planets, yet sitting in opposition in the charts from each other. You know what I'm just thinking here is the conflict that Robert Glasscock talked about when we discussed the Grand Cross or the two T-squares or even a T-square. Tension in the chart, the square aspect, the opposition aspect creates this hurdle to overcome And he mentioned that was often dubbed the Rockefeller aspect because it's these billionaires have these T-squares, these things in their chart that make them overcome things. And I've seen that doing readings, too, as you see that clearly there is a theme in somebody's life that they just came here to do transformational work, hurdles to overcome and that's what we're looking at here. You want something good in your life? Find a point of tension. Intentionally seek it out. Stretch the rubber band. Do what you have to do in order to break through the hurdle. In other words, this is an aspect saying, dig in. It ain't going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. Roll up your sleeves and go for it. So we're in the applying or waxing phase of that. It will be here tomorrow. So enjoy that energy. Look around your life. See where you could find a place that has a rough spot and you know you could break through with a little bit of extra effort. Now, today's Sagittarian moon moves into Capricorn early, early Sunday morning, 3.37 a.m. Eastern. So see there where you find your little point of tension. You can apply some Capricornian discipline to it for the next couple of days. The moon will be with you. Then an aspect that we are all waiting for on Sunday morning before many of you wake up, at least in the United States, 5.07 a.m., Mercury Stations Direct. Bring it on, in other words, right? We've all been waiting for that one for three weeks. Well, it is almost here. So Mercury in its trickster technology fickle guess where I am now kind of way is getting old and tired. And yes, technically, we have to climb back out of the shadow, but we can do it. We can do it. We'll be all right. But it will be direct at least. So all the official Mercury retrograde stuff completes on Sunday. And that's the energy over the next several days, so enjoy it. I'm going to be working on that rubber band. I, You know, I hadn't really looked ahead yet to figure that one out, and I like it. I'm going to be finding me something to climb up over, don't you know. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Oh, we'll be here tomorrow for Ray. Yes, of course.